it up for Ohio State. You've waited all day for this. Bill Lugnetti standing away. He's going to take it to the house. 85 yards. Down the right side going Devin Smith. Got it at the 5 and into the end zone. Touchdown. The one show that's nothing but the Buckeyes. Oh! And for the touchdown. Kraft shoots it high on the right for 3. This is the Buckeye Show. Happy Friday to all you fine Buckeye fans. Thank you so much for being with us. we got to close down a week that has been none too good in Buckeye country. No, and my good friend who uh, I just co-hosted on their show, and it's so nice of him to stay over for our program. He is T-Bone, everybody. Hello. Good How to you guys see doing? It's good thanks to see for, you, Thanks Bone. for having me in, Tim. Oh, it's been you know, too long since we've talked. It's my pleasure. It's been my way pleasure. too long. But we just sort of recalibrate and we just get into the mode for a different program here. That's right. And, and you know what? It's, I got to say, as we go into a championship college football Saturday, it starts tonight, Pac-12 championship. Washington's really not getting a whole lot of respect here. The, hey, these are, these are Big Ten teams. Really, I mean, I'm I'm sure there will it's be. The, a, it's the dying throws of the Pac-12 that we're watching right here, and it's they're the, good. It's the final couple of breaths that we're seeing tonight, and they're good. And how odd is it too? How just electric of a season the whole Pac-12 had when you think about it, and the man of the year being Deion Sanders, who just brought That's all true. the buzz to college football in the first month, and then Colorado, as some people predicted fell right off the map. Some did think that they were going to inch their way to bowl eligibility. I know there are a lot of people, even some in this building that had some bets going that they would get to that sixth win and they did not. When I saw them get to three wins right out of the gate, I thought, well, three more at some point might not be out of the question. I also took uh, Travis Hunter at Heisman odds, like before the first game. What were those odds though? Oh, they were like plus uh, 3000 or something like plus 5,000. It oh, was okay. huge. Yeah. It was massive. And then throw five bucks on that. What the yeah, heck? Right. Yeah. And then he, and then he got hurt. And, uh, well then, then I didn't get anything out of that. But the point being, I bought into the hype a little bit thinking they could get bowl eligible, but that did not happen. But anyway, the pack 12. Yes. Very good season for them. Timmy, here's my question. If, uh, let's say Oregon or Washington gets into the playoff and then wins the college football playoff. Do we claim that as a big oh, 10 title? Oh, come on. No, that's a big 10 title. I think no. that's, yep. Yeah. We have Shut this, up, SEC. We, we have this That's working, the Big Ten winning right there. We have this working with college basketball, too, where Maryland would technically be the most recent national champion. Oh, and they win it a year depressing. after Mateen Cleaves and Michigan State. I know. Can you believe that? Is that the Steve? 2000, 2001? Steve Blake? Yes, yes. yes Steve Blake. That's right. Okay. Steve Blake, Juan Dixon. Oh, yeah. And Lonnie Baxter, Chris Wilcox. Good team. Gary Williams, a former Buckeye head coach with uh, yeah. the legend at Maryland there. But Oregon and Washington are, are good football teams. And again, the, the numbers are always high here in Columbus because it's a great college football watching town. Even when the Buckeyes are out, we get over that sadness and there's still something that draws us back to these games. And I, I'll tell you this, though. I, I feel dirty going into another weekend of football and trying to compute and go over all these scenarios and... How can Texas be left out and cheering for Louisville to knock off Florida State so they can maybe get out of the picture and hoping that Georgia takes care of business against Alabama, that you get the right combination of chalk, 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 upset, upset. You know, hopefully that Oklahoma State, which they're not, could knock off Texas tomorrow. I just don't, I don't like doing it. I don't like being here. I understand that if it was one year later, 
you'd still be in the playoff, but it's not one year later. And this is this is something that I don't I hope that it doesn't start to get excused away losing this game because the format of college football is going to change from the top down starting next year. Well, I know I am in the minority of people on this, at least when it comes to Buckeye fans, but uh, I don't, I don't, if, if Ohio state loses to Michigan, all the other stuff is secondary. So yeah, even if they won a national championship this year, I would be elated if that happened, if somehow they snuck into the playoffs and then strung together a couple wins, I'd feel really good unless one of the two teams they beat is Michigan it will not feel as good as the years where they've beat Michigan and then gone on to win a national championship. It wouldn't. So yes, I would feel very good about that. And I would be very happy about that. Beating Michigan is the number one thing for me. I'm a child of the nineties. I grew up watching all those teams lose to Michigan. I will never not dislike Michigan and I will always want to see them lose no matter what. So I'm rooting against Michigan tomorrow. I just, I'm rooting against Michigan in the playoffs. I'm rooting against them in lacrosse. I'm rooting against them in everything, Timmy. That's just how I'm built. There's there's two points. There's two points that I want to make for this, too. One kind of goes back to the whole debate of are you for expansion of the college football playoff just for the the betterment of the sport and just for having a more inclusive and a more fun way to decide a national champ. Does it feel good that you went 11-0 and to start a football season, you lost one game, and then all of a sudden you could just be out? I say no. My answer to that is no. And that, that believe me, I am not saying that diminishes what that Michigan game is. Some people will argue that it's more meaningful and that it's a knockout game. It, it essentially was a round of the playoffs in this format. But I would like to live in a world where you can still go to your sports playoff if you had one loss all college football season and teams behind you weren't good enough to catch you or to punt punt you out of a 12-team format there. I also am never going to sit here and say, like you mentioned, you're a child of the 90s, children of the corn, children of the 90s. (laughs) Sure. It's not going to be diminished. There are several other sports out there. I take basketball, for instance. Duke, North Carolina, just because they play twice in the regular season doesn't take away from what that is. It is great. It is special. It's passionate. The rivalry lives. It's... It's everything, and they could possibly play a third time in a conference tournament and a fourth time in an NCAA tournament, and it matters every time that they meet up. And I really think the same is going to hold true for Ohio State-Michigan. Just because they still might get into the playoff does not mean that that game doesn't matter or you don't continue to address what the issues are there. Well, that's fair, but I, I guess I would push back on that in this way. Number one, I'm assuming, and I'm not a college basketball historian, but I'm guessing that in college basketball for a much longer time than a few years from now, uh, it's been a thing that they've always played twice or often have played twice, right? Being in the same conference. So that's something that's been worked out many years before this conversation. Yes, yes. For, for Ohio State fans. The format fans, of the sport in general. We've never seen it. We came close last year. Almost could have had something like that going if, you know, Ohio State and, well, if Ohio State had done what they were supposed to do, TCU got it done against Michigan. But the point is we were a few, we were what two field goals away. Wasn't that a close game? Michigan TCU was like a field goal. I want to say touchdown or less that yeah, could have, we could have had came, it. It did come down. It was a high score and crazy affair. Yeah. It came down to the wire. You could have had it in the national championship yeah, game. We could have had that like last that. year. Now I'm crazy. just saying, I don't know how I would feel about it. If I guess I'd feel pretty good if I'm Ohio state and I beat Michigan for the national championship, that'd be awesome. I don't know how I would feel about it. If Ohio state and Michigan square off in the big 10 championship and say you win 
the first one and then you lose the Big Ten championship game, it would be like the first one didn't even matter. And then you still get into the 12 team playoff. And you, into, and you might play them again. <laughs> you might play them a you third might have time. Three of them. So I know what this you're is, saying. This is where I'm we sure. are, though. I think that would be yeah. nuts. And I think there would be some element of shock to that. And it would, the eyeballs would be there every single time it popped up. Yeah, that's, I'm, that, that's I understand, I and I'm, I'm with you on that. I think it's just going to take some time for most of us to get used to it, and I don't know how I would process playing that game in back-to-back weeks. Obviously, there's a chance, like this week, if Ohio State and Michigan... By staying near a toilet. <laughs> yeah. That's how. And a booze cart, in my case. It, yes. And a, it, that's how. And a liverologist. I don't think that's what they're called, but whatever the doctors are that will look at livers, because mine will be shot after that. I'm just pointing out that I don't know how I would take it there's a possibility that with the Pac-12 teams coming in, you are now going to have a situation possibly where Ohio State and Michigan could play as undefeateds and then say, like, Washington is undefeated right now. Washington and Michigan would be playing in the Big Ten Championship next year. Wouldn't be Ohio State. But that whole point is there could be a year where the tiebreakers and everything would work out and you play again in back-to-back weeks. I don't know how that would feel either. There are a few players on this Ohio State football team that are already in the portal. We talked about Cameron Martinez, who did give some snaps, did give some some flashes to this Ohio State football team, but he never really found his home in Jim Knowles' revamped safety-driven defense, which I think was a surprise to a lot of people because what a phenomenal athlete he was and a two-way player, offense and defense, coming out of the state of Michigan. It would have been nice to get a Michigan kid that could have blown up and been a big star for you, but he's in the portal, so his days are done. And Amari Abor, who was a big-time recruit, he's going to. And now a guy that came in as a transfer on the offensive line from Louisiana Monroe. And a lot of people thought he might wind up being the center for this team. Vic Cutler, Victor Cutler Jr. He's gone. He's going into the portal. And so you're already looking at some offensive linemen. I heard about a transfer uh, that was already going to set up a visit for later in December. And I saw that uh, a a recruit, a good old-fashioned recruit, and that's the thing, Bone, there's two sides to it. There's the good old-fashioned high school recruits that you still have to hit home runs with. And then there's a whole other game that you have to play with the transfer portal. And Ohio State, like any other big program, you might not have thought at the beginning that an Ohio State-type program would have to go so heavy with the portal that they could do it mostly the old-fashioned way. But I just think that's the nature of the sport right now. So they're going to have a a transfer offensive line recruit, you could call them, coming in in a couple weeks. And they've got this five-star 2024 offensive tackle, Jordan Seaton. He announced today that he's going to visit Ohio State this weekend. So it's it's both areas now. There's so much recruiting in oh, different yeah. ways that has to happen. I think you you can't really have a firm grasp on what the roster is going to look like, or at least the recruits year to year. Uh, you can't you can't assume when someone signs a, up or even verbals back in the summer. Let's say, oh hey, 2024 kid has signed or said he's going to come here. That means nothing, and it means nothing because that guy could come here, sit for a year, and then say, you know what, never mind, I want to go somewhere else. By the way, Ohio State has to play that game. Everybody does. So you should be the best at it. You've got the resources that make everyone else blush. So, yes, it's happening. Make peace with that and then find a way to get the best guys in the portal, best guys right out of high school, the whole thing. you got to have it rolling. I, I think I said offensive tackle there. I meant a defensive tackle. It's a middle Tennessee transfer. The guy's name is Marley Cook. He's the player I was referencing that's coming in here in a couple of weeks. He had a pretty good season. He had uh, 22 tackles, 6 TFLs, a sack, Decent pro football focus grade. He was better in 2022 there where he had nine TFLs and six and a half sacks. 
And D-line is is an area that concerns me. It, it, it just is. When you look at who could possibly be leaving, I already wanted to see more pressure generated when they were just rushing four. They got better as the year went on. It was hard to say. You know, you didn't see some some better games from Sawyer and JTT and what Ty Leak gave you all year through the middle. That was great. And Mike Hall Jr. being a good player. But losing some of those guys makes me... Uh, a little bit uneasy about the depth that is on that D-line and what could be done. So they have to keep their eyes open there. We are going to prove to you how wildly good we've been at picking college football games all year as we hit you with our last, very last, fastest football picks. And that is coming up next with Bone here with me. It's the Buckeye Show on the Fan. The sound of Paul Keels calling a Buckeye game is erotic. Oh, yes. Your home of the Buckeyes, the fan, Ohio sports destination. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Buckeye Show's fastest football picks in the world. Sponsored by Jersey Mike's, a sub above. All right, we've got a wonderful guest picker for our final fastest football picks in the world of the year. He is T-Bone from Common Man and T-Bone. Thank you so much, buddy. Now, listen to how Tyvis and I have done. And I will I will say I'll be uh I'll be emailing these picks to Tyvis after the show. Typically I've done it before the show, but since I was on with you today, that did not get done. That's okay. Unless Bodie, you tell me otherwise. No, that's Yeah, that's they did fine. not get done today. <laughs> <laughs> that's I love the honesty the way from Bodie. I like it. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, so, but hear, hear this, though. We're picking these against the number all year, all year, about eight or nine college football games a week. So far, I am 60-37-2. and 60-37-2. Wow. Tyvis roared back, had a brilliant week. We missed the segment last week because there was no show on Friday. We had Buckeye Hoops. But he two weeks ago, week 15, or sorry, I don't know why I said week 15, week 11, he roars back to 59-38-2. We are one game separated. One game separated after all these picks, and he was seven and two that week. Guest picker Austin Ward and I were five and four. So here we go. Bodie, run us down some picks, some games for championship weekend. Let's do all seven of these bad boys. Yep, we'll start with the first of two games tonight, seven o'clock, New Mexico State against number twenty four Liberty. This is the conference United States of America championship. Liberty is favored by ten and a half here. I'll I'll take the flames there. I Favored by 10, give, give me the Liberty Flames. Or 10, yeah, not 10 and a half. So. Yeah. yeah. I, I think uh, I'm going with li- the Libs as well. That's what they call Liberty, right? The Libs? I'm pretty sure that's li- what they like. Yeah, that's I'm going with Liberty. The, li- the Libs. Short, yeah, the for, libs. short for libations, not liberals. <laughs> Liberty. That's yeah. right. No. Not, not the, short not for not Liberty. The, yeah. The Libs. That's right. Yeah. In uh, Lynchburg, Virginia down there. Pac-12. Uh, is that next, Bodie? Yep. Pac-12 championship. Probably the, uh, you might get the Heisman winner and a college football playoff berth out of the winner of this game. Oregon against Washington. The Ducks favored by nine and a half tonight. I think I got to take points in this regard. I'm with you. It's a big game. That's a lot of points. Michael Penix Jr. has a big arm and I think, I think Washington's got to play a little bit angry. At, Washington. You know, being... Yeah, well, they, they, get, they get that benefit of everything that you always want in these games. Georgia, the last few years, no one believed in us. You're the two-time champs. I'm sure they'll say it again if they beat Bama this weekend. They'll be like, no one believed in us. Washington actually has a no one believed in us. You're undefeated. You beat this team earlier. Ten and you're ten-point dogs? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take the points. What am I missing here? I mean, I know Oregon has just been a better-looking team Oh, yeah, team they've here. looked great. But that's, still, that's what you're... That's, Washington's won the games. Right. I'm going to I'm gonna say maybe that's what's 
worth putting some stock in. So, I'm, yeah, I'm going to take the points here with Washington. Next. Next up tomorrow at noon, Big 12 championship between Oklahoma State and Texas. The Horns, the Longhorns, favored by 15. <sighs> I'm taking the points, too. It's oh, just really? a lot of points. Oklahoma State's a weird team. And uh, we talked about that you know, earlier today. Losing to Central Florida by that score, early loss to South Alabama. But hey, you're here. You're in a championship game. I'm going to hope that Mike Gundy, I'm a man, I'm 50, has this team ready to go. That's a lot of points. I'll take the Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to lay the points. Texas Uh rolls. I think their running game is going to get going against Oklahoma State. All right, next. All right, 4 o'clock SEC championship game. I think the winner of this one goes to the college football playoff as well, but yeah, Bama wins. You never know. Number one, Georgia against number eight, Alabama, and the dogs are favored by five. I will take Georgia there. Lay in the points. Georgia lay the points yeah. to get to 30 wins in a row. I feel like that's, that's where I am too. I just, as good as I know Bama was playing, you know, Everything to come back and show, hey, that that one loss, that was when our quarterback situation was weird. Georgia's like, we're Georgia. We're going to do this again. Sorry, Nick Saban. You're going to have two losses. You're not going to the college football playoffs. Georgia shuts them down and wins. All right. Also at 4 o'clock here, SMU against number 22, Tulane in the American Athletic Championship. Tulane is favored by a field goal. Three points. Tulane and SMU both undefeated in conference play. I'm going to take the Stangs here. I'm going to oh. I'm going to take those points. I'm going to take SMU. There's one thing I know is that I have watched more SMU and Tulane football than any other team on this list. Well, you and drive I a Mustang, really, so pick the Mustangs. <laughs> I'm going to go Come with on. the Stangs. That's right. I've I want to be clear to the listeners if you're basing anything off this, I've watched no SMU all <laughs> who, year long. Who has? <laughs> SMU fans, I would hope. Maybe some <laughs> Tulane fans teams, checked maybe. them out. What, yeah, what's, checking out the. Uh, what's their status for going on to? They're going to the ACC next year. That's correct. That's yeah, happening. Yeah, but that they don't was get a shocker it. But they're when like, that happened. They like are there, but then they get none of the benefits of being in the ACC for, for like seventeen yeah. years. They don't get any payout or anything. All right, last two. Last two. I think we uh, know the two teams playing in this next one. Unfortunately, at eight o'clock tomorrow night in the Big Ten Championship, uh, Michigan will take on Iowa. The Wolverines are favored by 22 points. And I'll take the bad spread. guys. I'll take the bad guys. The cover? Yeah. I'm going to take Iowa in the points. Just not that they're not winning this game, but I can see Michigan getting up two touchdowns and saying, and that's all we have to do. We're shutting it down. And then I'm also taking the under of 34 and a half or whatever that's worth. And last one. Finally, also at 8 o'clock in the ACC championship game, Louisville takes on undefeated Florida State. The Knowles, they could be down to their third string quarterback in this game. Uh, they are favored by a point and a half, though. Nonetheless, I got to stay with Florida State here, too. I just I don't think we're getting the breaks that we need. I don't think Ohio State's getting the breaks. You know that what? They need. I'm, going, I'm going with Lowell. Lowell. I'm doing Lowell. it. I'm doing it. Picking them. Lowell. Let's go Cardinals. All right. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, T-Bone, for being the guest picker there. We'll get Tyvis's picks as well. See how this finishes. Uh, a lot to tell you about what's coming up this weekend. We got a very busy, busy weekend. Just so you know, Mad About Hoops, our podcast that me and Evil Bald Colin do. We're right here and getting into the thick of of uh, Big Ten play. It starts this weekend for the Buckeyes, so we're revving the engines. That podcast returns to the Saturday morning replay at 9 a.m., so tomorrow morning on The Fan. You can download the podcast for what you won't hear on that replay. We also have the Big 12 title game here at noon. Crew versus FC Cincinnati at 5.30. Bone will be watching. Big Ten title game after that. The Browns at the Rams Sunday is going to be at 2.30 on HD3. 
So check that out. We've got Buckeye women's basketball in a huge game. Go get them, Bucks at Tennessee. That'll be on 1460 and HD2 on Sunday at 445. And then, of course, Buckeye men's hoops versus Minnesota Sunday night on the fan bone. Thank you so much, buddy. Thanks for having me, bud. Absolutely. CBJ taking on Ottawa, followed by the Pac-12 championship game. It is all coming up right here on the fan. The Buckeye Show is sponsored by CareSource. Proud to be your home for Ohio State Athletics. The Fan, Ohio Sports Destination.